The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. Good evening and welcome back. Welcome back to Culture Insanity Podcast number what, number 12. Number 12 now. Number 12. Yeah, welcome back for those of you that are with us online. Hello. And uh, yeah, happy to be back. Got. It. I guess it's a relatively, in comparison, we'll see how far we can take it, but I've only got a few different things... Um, on the docket for tonight so just up front in case you're wondering we have uh, on the agenda to talk about bill cosby and just the latest on that and just a question of um his legacy i suppose um there were some comments made by kanye west in the last week that were pretty uh inflammatory and controversial and so we're going to talk about that and then um natalie portman natalie portman recently rejected what is the equivalent of like the Jewish Nobel Peace Prize for reasons and uh, we'll talk about that so yeah um, got just a few different topics and then we have a new activity which we're I'm excited about tonight I'm hoping it's uh, <laughs> it's successful and that it, you know is as fun as it sounds in our head in my head um, so yeah we're gonna have like a phone-in situation with a few different people so that's what's on the docket for tonight. Um, yeah, again, this is episode number 12, so thanks for being with us. Um, so I guess without um, delaying it, uh, on the agenda first, I guess we can just jump right into Bill Cosby. So in case you've been living under a rock, Bill Cosby has been, I don't know, was it before the, the whole Weinstein thing even? Has it been yeah. going on for like... Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, it feels like it's been going on for a long time. The whole Bill Cosby um, debacle and being accused of, you know, the countless, um, like, date rape, right, essentially? Right. Um, yeah, so finally, um, I think it was just a couple of days ago or something, but he was convicted on three counts of of sexual assault, and that's so far, I mean... I don't know if it's... Do you know if it's still, like, ongoing? No, he was convicted. I know, but, like, of three of them, like, are there... Is it still, like, there's other no, women and stuff? I don't but think so. I think there was... I think the others... You know, I can't think... I can't speak authoritatively. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know either. But, so, at this point, Bill Cosby has been convicted of three counts of sexual assault. Um, And, so, there's a question that we put out there earlier today... Um. Just thinking about this, um, and we've sort of, I can't remember who or what the topic was when we were sort of touched on this before, but I know we kind of did, but um, what are we supposed to make of the legacy that Bill Cosby is leaving behind? Um, and is his his work and his impact and his influence on culture and, um, and all that, like, is it still valuable? Um, alongside Bill Cosby, um, just recently... So along with him, he was what? Well, he just Adam just spring. Yeah, tapped the spring. On he the was kicked out of the academy, right? Of, right. of motion right. picture, the A, whatever the, the acronym is for it. Right. Where um, they give the Oscars. Yeah, the people that like actually vote on it, right? He's part of like a. Yeah, the that's ac- how they yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so along with him being kicked out of that, in light of you know his conviction, um, uh, what's his face? Roman Polanski was also kicked out. Um, and obviously Roman Polanski has his own, um, bad history that's followed him, um, like back in 1978 or something like that. Mm -hmm. He was found guilty of like statutory rape or something on like a a teen, a young teen girl. And then he ran. And then he like fled to Europe and, you know, has been active in Europe. And then 
he like later went on to make the movie The Pianist, and he like won an Oscar for that, and you know Hollywood applauded him, and you know that <laughs> and all that. But anyway, so recently he, him, and Bill Cosby were both kicked out of the Academy of Motion Pictures of Arts, and it's something I can't remember, but they're kicked out of that. And so yeah, there's a question that we're wondering, and if you're you know watching on Facebook or whatever right now, feel free to chime in your thoughts too. But is is people like this that have you know skeletons have been you know drug out of the closet for all to see type thing is their work and then their impact and in, in culture and in their legacy is it still of value like can we still look at their body of work or whatever um and appreciate it for for what it was and what it is and and can we can we like separate the 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 human you know bill cosby from you know the many characters and and stuff he played and so yeah that's the question man i keep hitting this thing that's the question that we have out there i'm I'm talking with my hands here um that's the question that we have out there man it's bugging me that i can't remember i know we sort of touched on it before yeah i would look it up but i'm like you know doing all the producer stuff yeah you're busy so um yeah is his work valuable and it's interesting because um, an article that we pulled from to sort of, you know, get this topic um, rolling was talking about how it's not – Bill Cosby is an interesting case because for a decade or more than a decade, he played, you know, that – the father – The TV dad. The TV dad on um, – <laughs> The Cosby the Show. The Cosby Show. And it wasn't more than a decade. It was eight seasons. It was, so it was less than a decade? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was uh, the majority of the decade. It was the most powerful show on television for a long time. Yeah, it was a big, big show in your life too, right? When yeah, you I, I love the Cosby show. Even still, yeah. Um, but yeah, he played this character that was like, you know, <laughs> portrayed on TV as like a good father, strong, like, you know, paternal instincts. And, you know, he was seen as like the everyman and, and this and that, and always like, you know, was guiding his kids in like a good moral direction or was at least trying to and stuff. And, and so like, yeah, he had this, he had this image attached to him because for eight years, which is a long time, uh, he, he played this character fast forward, whatever, 30 years later or something, 40 years later. And Bill Cosby is like, none of those things that are, you know, he's, he's, he's seen as like a bad guy. He did these horrible things and, and so on and so forth. So is it possible to still value his impact in, in culture and in, in that, in time with what we've come to find out about him now? What are your initial thoughts? Uh, yes. Um, I think it has to be done with, with a grain of salt. But, um, yeah, I th- yeah, I think, I think it is possible. I think that that is, I think it's okay. So I want to be careful with how I say this. Yeah. Um, there's nothing that excuses the type of behavior that he's been, um, convicted of, convicted of. <laughs> right. So yeah, there's nothing that excuses that type of behavior. Um, alongside that. I want to say that history is filled with people who've made significant and meaningful contributions to society that not only can't be undone, but shouldn't be undone, um, who were not of moral character. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about it coming from the opposite direction. Like, because someone did bad things in their past, like for whatever reason, Robert Downey Jr. Cause uh, someone right. shared something on Facebook recently and it, it was like a, a three minute, f- like time lapse of Robert Downey Jr.'s life and where he is now. But so Robert Downey Jr., you know, he was raised in like an abusive household. His dad like would beat him and, you know, emotionally abuse him also. And he grew up with like addiction problems to drugs and alcohol and all the, and multiple times in jail and blah, 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 blah. But <clears throat> Now Robert Downey Jr. is like Disney's golden pony, right? <laughs> like, right. Um, and and now Robert Downey Jr. like does all sorts of great philanthropic, philanthropic, right? That's the word. Mm-hmm. Philanthropic work and like do, you know does these visits to like children's hospitals and like does these like Make a Wish, all these those kinds of things and 
And so it's interesting, like, if you come at it from that angle, like, people are a lot more willing to um, accept that as, like, a good thing. And that is a good thing. But, yeah, it's interesting that, like, when you flip it the other way or whatever, then people maybe are like, this guy sucks and I hate him and, you know, they want to throw away the everything. Well, I think, I mean, obviously there's a huge difference between doing something that affects you sure, sure. purposefully and then doing something that affects, you know, other people purposefully, you know? Yeah. Or that affects you passively and then other people purposefully. Um, I just got like a slow internet warning here. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I think that when it comes to Bill Cosby, I don't think that you can undersell his, his contribution. And I don't think that it should be... Um, I, I don't think that you can strip that. I don't know that that's what the Academy is doing. Um, you know, they're just saying they don't want to be associated with, with him anymore. Yeah. Well, they said that they, they, (laughs) they took, they, you know, expelled him because they believe in the person that holds that position, you know, should have a good moral, um, character and, you know, human, you know, should, protect and whatever human dignity and all these things like they're is that really what they said yeah yeah wow some i can pull it i think i have it right here we asked some some spokesperson said um the board continues to encourage ethical standards that require members to uphold the academy's values of respect for human dignity um a statement from the academy said interesting yeah so they like they clearly are saying that he is not doing that right um Wow. Yeah, I wonder I wonder what sort of Okay, so again, let me be, let me be very clear. The you know, what happened with what happened not who Bill Cosby happened to. It, like that's not okay. Um man. That I was a bad I, yeah, way I didn't of saying that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say Okay. So Forgive us. Forgive what, us. What we're just Bill, trying to fumble our way through it. What Bill Cosby did was inappropriate and yeah. that's not okay. I do wonder <laughs> if I do wonder if there is sort of a push toward using that sort of to create um <sighs> to create a fear-based totalitarian like uh filter for the arts. Like at what point like how where do yeah where do they draw where do they where do they they emphasis on they draw the line on what is moral it's always moving right right we've talked about this so before. yeah and and you know like it's the thing that's interesting about polanski is uh, you know is that he didn't he receive an academy award for the he penis? won and not yeah he best director and right. he was received a standing ovation right from that crowd right and so you know let's be clear like polanski fled the country because he was convicted yeah so it's they knew that this was the case with him it's not a it's not a secret it was well known and he was actually convicted and it takes them until now what is it 30 years later yeah it's weird like convicted to the point where he flees Comes back and receives. Well, actually, I don't even know if he was there. Now that I think no, about he it. didn't do the acceptance for it. Somebody else did. Oh, weird. Yeah, so awkward. Um, yeah, flees, then gets accepted back from his peers, right, to the point right. of the standing ovation type thing. And now it's you know 2018, 2017, the last couple of years, it's been brought to light again and about how Hollywood, like they're always changing right. their their compass is always changing right. there's no true north with with their compass right right yeah i feel a, a little bit personally out of touch with you know the bill cosby harrison ford accepted accept- the award that's random isn't it i i don't i don't know if he knows him from something or we, or he might have been the presenter that's I'll possible go back and watch that at some point but um what was i just saying oh yeah i feel a little bit out of touch with the whole cosby thing because that was before my time, you know, and so like I don't know. Not the really, impact. that's you view that as before your time. Sure. Weird. When did it play in the eighties? I guess it just from like the early to the late eighties. They're just something. Maybe it's not on that same line as like 
Star Trek or something. Which means, like, like, by the time I would have started watching it, it would have been already, like, ten years off the air. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'd call call it before my time. So I don't, like, as far as how his, like, that character was received in culture and stuff, like... Right. I don't know. Like, something more more relevant to me would be like like king of queens and like how that dad is like he portrays like the 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 stereotypical american dad kevin james yeah Yeah. um like i get that but i don't i don't have a frame like a really good context for his character on that show so you didn't really watch it never weird only like in passing when you've when i've seen you watching it and even then i was like i couldn't care less it just it's not a show that was part of my life ever. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, thinking about if his, like, his legacy and impact, like, should still be valued. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to, like, speak into that because, like, it, it was never a part of my world and narrative. Well, maybe, I, I mean, maybe that speaks to the idea that it won't be. Hmm. Well, yeah, and and one going back to the article we pulled from, like, some young college student or something was interviewed by whoever. I, mean, I don't know if it was like USA Today or CNN or something, but you know, kind of like just hitting the streets asking what people thought about this thing. Yeah, and someone, some college student, literally said, "Isn't that the guy that's being accused of whatever?" You know, like they don't know Bill Cosby other than that. That's crazy. That's a little. I'm not that extreme. Like I know Bill Cosby is, but, um, and I know he's from that show and, you know, he even had like an, a, a, a big movie career before that show even. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, like maybe that, that is, that's crazy. Legacy. Yeah. I mean, Cosby was, well, so- like I said too, like, I feel like this has been go- like, how long has this been going on? It's a couple years, a couple years. Like it's drags on a long time. And that's like the longer it drags on, the longer, like, yeah, I don't know. For an, yeah, for another generation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cosby was super influential. I, I As mean, a, like a black actor. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was he starred along. So he was like in one of the first biracial programs. It was in black and white. It was called I Spy. They made a terrible Is remake that of it. A movie or TV show? TV show. Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. It. it uh, I don't think it was Jackie Chan. What? Was it Chris maybe Eddie Murphy? <laughs> yeah, yes, Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. I remember that movie, but I didn't know that was a remake of the Bill Cosby movie. <laughs> yeah, crazy. And then he and then he did Fat Albert, I, yeah, I and that, that was like one of the first of its kind too, where it was mm-hmm. like edu- ed- edutainment. Um, <laughs> and then he also did the Cosby Show, which was one of the, which was one of the first of its kind. I mean, it, it like showed uh, African American families as essentially equal to white families Hmm. and then like they were like well off and Mm -hmm. like yeah um and then it also he also did like the kid funny shows oh kids say the darnest things kids say the darnest things like (laughs) see that's kind of my my frame of reference he like started that he like endorsed jello yeah like there's a whole (laughs) there's a whole bunch of things but yeah and he was like high into like children education and all these different things i mean he did a lot of good things a lot of good things and it's really sad that he's only going to be remembered for the the bad things but that's that's the thing that's his fault you know like that's his fault because like you can do so much good in the world but if you don't have it under control Mm. you know and have that monster under control yeah like i think i mean he talked about I believe one of his early defenses was that that was just kind of what everybody did. Like that, like it wasn't a big deal. How to they use, like really? Yeah. To roofie or whatever. Yeah. To loosen people up. But like, it doesn't like ever, like the Bible says every, the deepest seeds will find the light of day. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. I guess his legacy yeah, his legacy is already, like, diminishing. Maybe just amongst, like, the my generation and forward, though. Like, because... So I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, and some of those comedians that I listen to are, are on different episodes. Like, they say, like... So even while all this was going on, when it first started going on, he was, he was like, touring and doing, like, stand-up. Yeah, as an old guy, yeah. And he, like, still sold out, like, places. Right. 
even though all this stuff was going on. So right. it's weird how like at, at like at some point, as far as generations go, like like you know, yeah, they're willing to like, yeah, it's Bill Cosby, man. He's so iconic. Yeah, it sucks that he's got all this looming around him, but but now like you know, as far as the college students, like isn't that that guy that's this thing, and it's just a bad association, right? And that's <clears throat> interesting. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. So let that be a let that be a lesson to you. Do not try to hide things that you're doing, especially if you know that. I mean, obviously, if you're hiding them, you know there's something wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be hiding them. Hiding them, hiding things is never good unless it's. An Easter egg hunt or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good thing where you hide things and it's okay. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, if you if anyone else has thoughts on that, maybe I'd, I'd be interested in hearing from, like, an, an older generation, maybe older than Josh. What's another example of, of that, though? Like, of of someone who had, like, I don't know. Like OJ, OJ has never bounced back from that, right? Right, right. He's and he was like, yeah. mm-hmm. he was super popular. He was super popular, but he's never really bounced back. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, well, we can move on. Um, do we have any viewers right now? Yeah, we do. We have a couple. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, all right, well, next on our list then... So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Kanye West came out, I don't know, I think it was earlier this week, it could have been last week, I don't remember, but um, Kanye West was being interviewed by somebody from TMZ or something like that, or maybe he was on a radio show, something, and um, he said some stuff regarding slavery, which was pretty controversial, um, and he sort of been getting a lot of backlash about it <clears throat> from his peers and from just America in general. Um, but what he said was, when you hear about, I have it right here, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, like you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all, it's like we're mentally in prison. And after that comment, the guy from TMZ, he said, I think that what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. So he was pretty offended by the notion like what Kanye is initially suggesting he said and while you're making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives we have to deal with the marginalization that has come from 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice so obviously yeah Kanye West right at the beginning has said we're mentally in prison and that's you know suggesting that maybe that's why it went on for so long um right he later went on to he went on to Twitter later to clarify. He said, "To make myself clear, of course, I know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. Um, my point is for us to have stayed in that position, even though the numbers were on our side, means that we were mentally enslaved." Um, his remarks didn't sit well with a bunch of other people, like Chris Brown got on and all this stuff. But um, yeah, so pretty like. Um, What's the word? I mean, controversial. Sure. That. Polarizing. Polarizing um, thoughts from Kanye West. Um, so are black people responsible for their own slavery woes? Woes. I don't think that's, I mean, obviously. Like, is there, like, I? what is he saying? I don't, I don't think that's what he was saying. Um, is he just being misunderstood? No, I don't think he's being misunderstood. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so what is, what's he I, trying to get across? I, I, I think that he's just, I don't think he's being misunderstood, but I do think. Or is that, he a genius? <laughs> I don't think that he's being misunderstood, but I do think that the natural conclusion of what he's saying can be found within his statement. I mean, what what people are taking from it can be found within his statement. My question that I have is, why is that so offensive? Like, uh, you know, <clears throat> I know that's controversial or whatever, but I'm gonna allow you to elaborate. On yeah. That comment. Well, I don't I don't understand what, why it's so offensive to say that when you have a dystopian government that takes over. And they are a minimal amount of people and you are a large amount of people that you do have a choice in the matter and that when you rally together to break that mold, um, it can be broken. 
I mean, we like go to the movie theater like over and over and over again to see that exact story mm-hmm. play out. Mm-hmm. So why is it so offensive? I so here's what here's what I think. I I don't think that by the numbers Kanye is wrong. I just think that he accessed something that people don't want to access. Mm, that's an interesting. And thought you know, it, I mean, it's a lot easier to be the victim. In history. Yeah, even if you're not, even if you're not trying to be the victim, um, I I think that it is easier to to immediately react and disgust instead of listening to what's actually being said. I mean, the issue here is is slavery of the mind. That's what he's that's what he's saying is that people are stuck inside their minds. Uh, I you know we're not talking about we're not talking about abortion. Mm-hmm. For instance, like in abortion, like these kids are killed and they literally have no way to assemble. They have no way to assemble. They have no way to communicate. They're in the womb, locked off from their fellow man, and they are completely powerless. But there is a dignity that slaves, that that the African slave movement there was dignity within that and they did um they did uh come together like secretly there was an underground movement to do so Mm -hmm. and there was a really difficult push on their parts to to get everybody together because there was such a a a strong amount of fear in regard to going against the system um i don't you know i don't know enough about it i've i've done you know a decent amount of personal research i've visited those monuments i've i've mm-hmm. been to alabama and mm-hmm. been to mlk's church and gone on tours and and you know all all of that stuff but you know i wasn't there and i and i and i'm not intimately connected to that struggle mm-hmm. yeah you've never yeah but with that said when you listen to the narrative like when you go to the mlk monument it constantly has this narrative that's playing out that MLK was trying to get the black people to come together. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem in fighting slavery um, and the, and what remained of slavery, because, you know, slavery had been abolished, but segregation and all that was still there. The biggest problem was, was the fact that they were fighting each other and what they needed to do was to come together well, I don't really hear Kanye saying much of anything different. He's mm-hmm. just saying it in a crude, rude, and yeah. flippant way. Yeah. Yeah. And not to go back to Bill Cosby, but Bill Cosby says the same thing. He's been accused before of of um, <clears throat> being racist against his own people because <laughs> he he would say that um, African Americans had a responsibility to be educated, and that's and, exactly what Martin Luther King would say too. Yeah, well, he would, he got that from Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. He was highly inspired by him. So, yeah, like when I listen to Kanye, I I don't think he's wrong. I think he's just touching on something insensitive. And unlike everybody else, when Kanye like doesn't see the color of his skin as being um, more defining than the agency of his mind i believe him Hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but something in there that you said reminded me of um like an experience i can't you said something just now but whatever i'll just start talking (laughs) sure um like so we went to on a cruise right yeah in september and uh we went to jamaica and Jamaica is, like, in crazy poverty. Yeah, like totally. If you're not on one of the resorts, it looks bad. Right. Like, it, there's there's trash everywhere. Like, it's not safe to walk on a street, like, right. alone right. type thing. Like, all these things. And the guy, our guide or whatever, he was basically, he gave a really interesting insight into why Jamaica has struggled for so long to get out of its position. And it's because, like the Jamaican people, they don't want to see other Jamaican people succeed. Mm. Like they're always, if you're trying to one up the, if your fellow Jamaican is succeeding, 
no, no way. You're not going on without me. Like they pull each other down and that attitude and mindset has, has allowed like foreign invaders, right. Right. To basically capitalize on that. And now, now the only thing he said, and I witnessed this and it seems true. Like now the only thing Jamaica owns is tourism because only Jamaicans know Jamaica, you know, like, Mm. um, and I thought that was really interesting. I can't remember what you just said that reminded me of that, but it had to do with an attitude of you not coming together or something like that, right. numbers and stuff like right. that. Right, that's but what MLK was saying, was that they <laughs> they didn't they wouldn't come together. That was the hardest thing, was to get them to unify. And that was his issue with um, <clears throat> Malcolm. Malcolm X? Yeah, that yeah. that was that was, you know, what they they had a hard time relating to each other initially because Malcolm um, you know, in preaching black Islam, it was yeah. like, this is the way that we're going to do things and you need to get on my bandwagon. Yeah. And if you don't get on my bandwagon, then you're just a problem. Mm-hmm. And MLK was like, no, 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 no. the whole thing <laughs> needs to come together, you yeah. know? So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, people need to grow a thicker skin and listen to what Kanye is saying. That's that's what I think it comes down to, and I, I think that there is a certain sensitivity to that particular narrative of the African Americans and what they went through um, coming over to America through slavery. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is a terrible, terrible thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible that Kanye is like really like thinking, um, like. Well, no, because he clarified. He clarified. Like, he wasn't saying that it was by choice. That and, they were shackled to boats and, you know. Right, right. He wasn't trying to say that it was it was by choice that they got there. And he wasn't even saying that it was um, that they could choose themselves to be free. But what he's talking about is a freeing of the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping that spirit alive inside rather than just succumbing to the quote-unquote man. Hmm. And, you know, and I, and I appreciate that narrative because I think that there is a, a real connection to the Christian narrative in that. In fact, it's not a big secret, but the successful underground, um, you know, rebellions that took place within that, within the early black community in America were fueled by the Christian narrative, the Christian narrative of the Israelites in slavery. And, you know, like a lot of their songs were gospel songs that yeah. were a secret code for, mm-hmm. you know, for their own plight. So I I 100% agree with the concept that um, if you are enslaved in the body, you do not have to be enslaved in the mind. And that's what the scripture says. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. That's in the same passage in Romans 12, where it talks about uh, making sure to treat others like your enemy like treat like love each other you know come together love each other don't don't do bad things to your enemies i think that might that passage might even be talking about slavery in there so what's the most productive way to combat like because i mean you know you i know you've had personal experience with it but as soon as you as not a a black person right right as soon as you try to touch that you know like or even talk about it like, no, you don't understand. You're you're a racist, you know, subconsciously, even if you don't recognize it. So, like, what's a productive way to like get into that? And like, I think you, know, you have to. I think you have to not assume. Work. I think you have to not assume the narrative. I think that's the first thing. So, what uh, do you mean by that? I so, I obviously I've met some African Americans who who want to tout that narrative. Yeah. But that's not every African American that I've met. You know, some African Americans are like, you know, that's something that happened in history and that sucks. And, you know, that's not where I am today. Yeah. That's something that our ancestors, that's the, that's, those are the wars of our fathers. I'm trying to think, and obviously our own, our own country's history plays into it, but I'm trying to think like if, if there's that, is there that like, um, um, that narrative? It's not as strong in a lot of other parts, like in Europe, for example, right? Like, yeah. And is that just because our own country has its own bad history with with that and whatever? But like, they don't they don't assume that narrative as as readily as as some people over here. I don't think. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in Europe, like it was nation conquering nation, mm-hmm. you know, over and over and over and over again. Um, we came here and we started the conquering. So I think we get a little hurt easier mm. when in our little section of the world that we took from the native Americans, um, all of a sudden when we start, you know, like bringing people over here to subjugate them more, um, it's, I don't know. It was, it was kind of a worse machine. It was, it's, Hmm. it's, you know, it's a foul machine. And then on top of that, when, when there's pushback on it, it's like it's even we're we're just kind of in our own little uh bubble of grossness over here in terms yeah. of some of the evil that we've perpetrated. Totes. And when you look at America, I mean, I love America. God bless America. Um that's nowhere in the Bible. So I'm not saying that from a theology standpoint, but I I wish that God would bless America. <laughs> um but with that said, we are just really bad. <laughs> like mm-hmm. from a moral standpoint, we are at the forefront of things. Um, somebody just posted something who posted that. Uh, oh, John Parker says it's hard to put, hold on. I got to maximize this window. He says it is hard to put Christian values on a man that calls himself Yeezus. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Well, for the record, John Parker, many people who are not Christians accost Christian narratives <laughs> and they like to borrow from them. So, yeah, I'm not saying that he has a Christian narrative at all. But Jesus walks with him. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you want to talk about some jacked up theology, we can talk about Jesus walks and how it's like prosperity theology and like all this other stuff that doesn't make So anyways, sense. so I was asking what's a productive way to get into that and like try to help people to right. I think you don't, change. So I, you said don't assume the narrative. Don't assume the narrative. That's the first thing. And then be honest and loving and gentle and tender hearted and kind and understand that just like you shouldn't assume the narrative that you know you should be open to hearing what their narrative is i think that i think that a lot of people assume narratives of uh, even what they're giving without even necessarily believing it to be true like they they don't necessarily um like that's not necessarily their narrative even though they might be toting it yeah, because it's just the popular thing yeah, to do. That's what I was told to, you know, right. This is what we do. This is the culture we live in. And I, I think we should be pushed to, to think beyond that. Yeah. I and that is what Kanye is trying to do. Yeah. I don't want to be offensive. I'm not trying to be, but it reminds me of, of Colin's like racism thing. Like when you push racism so much, like you're, you're forcing you're forcing me into that position or right. You're like, and like you're helping to perpetuate the idea of racism. Yeah. And like when, when you're forcing this narrative in culture, in your guy, in your culture as, as African Americans, like even if people don't really aren't interested in owning it, like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy or something. Right. You know, it's, it's interesting or could be right. Well, I remember, I mean, I want to make blanket statements here. I don't think that I understood. So I'm, dark skinned and I, f- you I recently found out exactly what you are. I did. I recently <laughs> found out that I am apparently everything but Jewish and black and native, and American, native American, which, dad, which, which it dad. seems like every single person in America thinks that they're native American because you know, how we had to appropriate arrogant. our DNA too. How arrogant, huh? <laughs> we took the, we took their land. Not so enough to take their land. We have to take their DNA we're taking as well. Their blood. Yeah. Right. I claim native American heritage. <laughs> how that's the ultimate appropriation. <laughs> right. Well, the joke's on us because apparently there's no Native American blood in my system. Not, not even though a drop. I've been told that I'm part of the Cherokee tribe my entire life. Your dad likes to say that often. <laughs> <laughs> so, in any case, what was I saying about that? We were talking about uh, blood, blood, self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, right. And then it got off on. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. But now you guys, you know that I, you know, have a different blood type than Native American. So, 
Yeah, that's good. Wow, we really sh- we really stunted ourselves. There. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting, and yeah, I, th- I think he's being sloppy. And yeah. How he's no doubt how he's going about it, and like the f- the platform that he's maybe using. I don't know, um, but there's also something weird. Like he's all about Trump now. What's that about? I haven't really. Well, I think been I tracking think that. Like recognizes like. And that's mm. the thing, like... Just bef- bold and bold? Yeah, before Kanye West is black. I mean, maybe he started out as black, and that was the narrative he was using, but before Kanye West is black, he's Kanye West. Keeps it... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so he's... he's It's about Kanye. And I think that he understands that, you know, <clears throat> Trump is Trump. And, and he appreciates that, because there's no... Yeah, I think... Something I heard, like, so di- did Kanye, like, support Barack Obama? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And they're both, like, from Chicago, right? And Yeah. Um, I think that Kanye got soured. I think I heard that or read that, that he got soured on Barack Obama because nothing ever happened in his city. Right. You know? Right. Like Chicago right, right. never improved. But you see <laughs> Donald Trump, and he comes out, you know, making crazy Yep. statements about what's going to happen and he's come good in a lot of different yeah, ways he's so actually far. he's actually so, following through on yeah you know, he's, whatever he can maybe he just appreciates that about trump like yeah he's not he's not tactical <laughs> like yeah he's not this right but he is bold and he will get results well i'm waiting for kanye to say that donald trump is the white kanye is that a <laughs> yeah or to, or to say on live television donald trump likes black people Cares <laughs> yeah. cares about black people, right? That's what right, said, right, 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 Bush. right, right. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Uh, anyways, on that note, all right, it's past eight thirty, so our people are waiting in the wind here. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna call if you guys are listening. I got a couple thumbs up. I'm gonna call them. We're gonna okay. do a game. We're doing a game. I'm gonna call them and then you can. Okay. Okay. Well, let me let me get them all. Start call. Make sure to hold that up to the mic. Speaker. Speaker. How you speaker? Hold on. I'm trying to figure out how to speaker. Talk. Heidi, talk. Hello. Oh, hello. Okay, we got one person. Got Kelsey, Heidi, Colin, Geo. We're missing LU. Thank you guys for being here. And sorry we're 12 minutes late. LU is here. Okay. Everyone say here so I know you can hear. Beautiful. Can you hear it fine, Josh? I can hear it just fine. All right. So, we're playing a new game, okay? And we're hoping it's going to be fun for you guys. Um, So, I'll just quickly... You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll quickly describe what this game is to you. And it's not that complicated. LU, I'll talk slow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the game is like a, it's kind of, it's kind of like a word association game of sorts, or, and it's like very meta. Okay, so, um, how it works is, so we're just kind of going with the theme of 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 superheroes, okay? Because today's like free comic book day and whatnot. Um, you can get it. Don't don't moan, cry just yet. Okay. Um, I'm, on, I'm with you, Heidi. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Okay, so here's how it works. Your guys' goal, you listen, listen. Your guys' goal is to try and guess the superhero, okay? Um, so what I'm going to do is start rattling off different things, and there's a common denominator in those things which will lead you to the superhero, okay? Are you so far with me? Okay. Okay, so Josh is going to give an example. Okay, so. How do we so if I wanted you to, if I wanted you to guess Batman, for instance, I might say Michael Keaton. You wouldn't say the name. Wait, what? You wouldn't say the name. You would say. Oh, the movie. I might say Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mom or Beetlejuice so that you would understand who I'm talking about. Yeah. So he w- he's going to say oh, diff- oh, other man. movie or television <laughs> things that Michael Keaton was involved in. That's like going to lead you to man. Michael Keaton, which would lead you to Batman, okay? Because Michael Keaton played Batman. So everything's a two-off? 
Everything's two off, not, sure. not direct association. Sure, a two off. That's a good way of putting it. For you, it. Colin, we're going to make it a five off. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Rosario I'd Dawson. Like see how you're going to do that, especially so if, for me. Yeah, so if Josh wanted it to you to get wanted you to get um, Batman, he would start saying different Michael or Michael Keaton's Batman. He would start saying, like he said, Birdman or Mr. Mom, Mom or Beetlejuice, anything that. And so you would get that call. Okay. So Michael Keaton's and all those, Oh, Michael Keaton played Batman. It's Batman. And you would say Batman. Okay. And you would be wrong. It's the vulture. <laughs> no, he's wrong. Um, <laughs> so does everyone understand? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just going to be the first person that says it. If there's a tie, okay. we'll have some sort of, quick tiebreaker okay yes so the winner actually gets something okay the winner (laughs) josh bowed out of this one but the winner (laughs) will get a free movie that i will take you to drinks and popcorn included and i ain't talking i ain't talking no okrovate for anyone else that's listening that's our like home theater we love okrovate close connection to which we can see free movies and stuff all the time no i'm talking like a proper proper quote-unquote theater where i actually got to bust out the wallet like the baghdad <laughs> so the winner of this game gets a date with yours truly because josh bat out because he's a busy guy it's true <laughs> okay so does everyone think they understand and is ready yes okay yeah i'm so it's it's kind of like that game you have lu where you start just start going off on clues and and you do it. Ooh, here's a good on-the-fly um, thing we'll add to it. If you say something and it's wrong, you're out. You don't get to guess for that round. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So, here we go. Everyone listening? Gio, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I'm nervous. Me too. <laughs> I think I'm not going to get any. Okay. Like, I don't know characters. actors or superheroes. Here we go. Or I like shows. Yes. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Popcorn. Jiggly. Gone Girl. The Town. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Shawshank Batman Redemption. With fucking, what's his name? Geo wins. Ixnay on the FSK. Um, Geo wins. <laughs> <Was> the, it? <laughs> it was Batman. It was Batman. Oh, my goodness gracious. The common denominator was Ben Affleck. All right. Try to keep keep it clean, Gio. Gio, try to keep it clean. We run a family show here. (laughs) This is a wholesome show, Gio. Come on. I'm keeping it clean. I didn't even say nothing but Batman. You said effing. I heard heard the F-bomb in there. (laughs) So the common denominator denominator was Ben Affleck in Gone Girl, The Town, and Shawshank Redemption. Okay? Good job, Gio. All right. Round two. Snowpiercer, Push, Not Another Teen Movie, The Perfect Score. The Joker. You're out. (laughs) Once more, Snowpiercer, Push, Not Another Teen Movie, The Perfect Score. I'll throw uh, Fantastic Four in there. Uh, Where's the common denominator in those movies, boys and girls? I've, I've never seen any of those movies. Is it the fire guy? Ooh, someone's on the right track. On the right track. I don't Johnny, know. Johnny Blaze? Fireman? Nope. Somebody said Johnny Blaze. That person's out. Guess, do I get another go? Nope. All right, no, we're gonna fire. we're gonna kill this one. This one's gonna go to the to no, the host. No, I got it. I got it. What is it? It's uh, Captain America. You're right. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you guys, I don't have a bleep button here. Look, this is a live show. We can't go in post-production and, and edit this. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, get, I get one free cuss word now. You, no. I was just... you got a free answer. You already guessed you were supposed to be out. We bent the rules for you. You're welcome. All right, so that means Geo with one. John Wait. Parker says hashtag censorship. Hashtag censorship. John pa- I, have, I have a question. Oh, here we go Is with the, the question. Is the guy who plays Captain America and the guy who plays the fire person on Fantastic Four the same person? Sure is. Chris yes. Evans. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Human okay. Torch is his all name. Right. Uh, all right. So, LU with one, Geo with one. Geo, I didn't hear you say anything. No. 
right. <laughs> the hard. Appreciate that. I was thinking. All right, here we go. Australia. Les Miserables. Thor. The Greatest Showman. <gasps> Real Steel. Whoever said Thor's out. Wolverine. Wolverine. You're right. L.U. With the Hugh Jackman yes. common denominator. Yes. L.U. <laughs> with two. Who said Thor? Was that Heidi? Let him live. No, that was Kelsey. Oh. Let him live. Right. I'm over here silent because I'm, like I'm not going to get All it. right, here we go. Here we go. Next up, round four. I love you, man. Wanderlust. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Oh, Who's Heidi first. Parker. Yeah, you got it first, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, oh, it was a Kelsey. Like half a second. Well, I like Paul Rudd. All right, Heidi with one. No, 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 it's Kelsey. That was Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, jeez. <laughs> Kelsey with one. L.U. with like, two. I'm like, I'm going to need that one point, okay? <laughs> Geo with one. Round five. Frontier. The Bad Batch. Game of Thrones, Baywatch. <laughs> what? Frontier, <laughs> The Bad Batch, Game of Thrones, Baywatch. What's the common Baywatch. denominator and where's the superhero? I haven't seen the new Baywatch. It's not from the new Baywatch. Oh. 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 <laughs> I have no idea. One more. Frontier. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Cal Drogo. <laughs> uh, Baywatch. Aquaman. What? Who? Aquaman. You're Aquaman. right. Oh, <laughs> Who's yeah. that? Kelsey? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, is that the last one? That means we have to do a... No, there's... Okay, Kelsey with two. L.U. with two. Yeah. Geo with one. Okay, there's two more rounds. Okay, two more rounds. It's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. Here we go. Yeah, definitely. Swordfish. <laughs> Die another day. X-Men. Gothica. <laughs> Swordfish. Uh, Die another day. X-Men. I'm going to go with uh, Cyclops. Wrong. <laughs> Collins out. <laughs> And yeah, Gothica. Yeah. Please, no! Go, go, no! Go. No! <laughs> Swordfish. Oh, man. Die another day. X-Men. That should be your hint that it wasn't. Is it Halle Berry a, thorn, a storm? Well, oh, see, that would disqualify you because you guessed wrong. You were so close. You were right that it is Halle Berry Storm. Catwoman! Boom! Yes! I'm guessing John Parker helped his wife on that one. <laughs> John Parker said Storm Halle Berry. All right. Heidi on the board. Colin, I officially, I'm sorry to say, you cannot win this game. Okay, I can still steal it from someone else. I can still That's true. That Ooh, that's true. That's true. Okay, for the sixth and final round. Seventh and final round. Here we go. Geo, it's time to, it's time to put this up. This could be like a four-way tiebreaker in the next one, right? Here we go. Cider House Rules, Brothers, oh, what's her name? Pleasantville, Seabiscuit. Uh, what was the last one? Seabiscuit. Oh, Cider uh, House. Is it Scarlett Johansson and something? You're out. Cider House Rules, Brothers, Pleasantville. Spider-Man. Stay off your phones. Oh, oh. Did I hear it? Hell, you said Spider-Man. Josh? That was correct. That means that... All right. Time for full disclosure and honesty from our contestants. How many of you were on your cell phones? Not me. I was I'm using my cell phone to talk. I can't use it. I only answered one thing, so I don't think I was on my cell phone. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, that means LU won. That means LU, yes. you get a mandate. Sweet. Uh, I don't like eat a lot of snacks and bring Wait, them back he to had, us. Did he get three points? He did. He guessed Spider-Man at the Why end for his third it? point. All right. 
Alright, well, I fought hard. <laughs> well, what'd you guys think of the game? Quickly. Kelsey, it was really hard. Kelsey, yeah. well, come to join us and I'll pay for you. <laughs> oh, oh, there you gosh. go. <laughs> Alright, guys. I like that sportsmanship. Thank you for tuning All in right. uh, and have a good night. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was. I'd call it successful. Yeah, definitely. Um, men, full grown men, and we teach children lessons. That is right. <laughs> Nothing more true. Right. Okay. Well, final topic uh, before we wrap up tonight. Right. So, Natalie Portman. I mentioned it at the beginning, but Natalie Portman recently rejected what is known as the Jewish, no, unquote, unquote, Jewish Nobel Peace Prize for her work in life, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why she was being given it. Sure. But she was being given it by her. Well, why was Barack Obama given one? I mean. First black president, man. You know, I guess. Just for being know. black. Yeah. And the president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she was offered or given this, this award or this honor from her country. Um, fun fact, she is a Jew. Born in Jerusalem, fluent in Hebrew. Uh, so, Natalie is a crazy chick. You know, I recently found out that I am not Jewish. Yeah, and it was a sad day for you. Yes. Um, but anyway, so she was offered this honor, was given this honor, but she rejected it because of just things going on with her country, her nation. Right. Um, with... Um, in regards to Palestine and the conflict there, and in regards to the Israeli stance on basically accepting refugees and she's like diametrically opposed to some of the different things that their leader Netanyahu stands for. Right. So she was like out of respect for my own, like, you know, values and convictions. Like I can't accept this cause it would be a betrayal of what I think we need to be doing as a country. And I don't want to be, you know, uh, a recipient of that thing when I don't think we're heading in the right direction. Long right. story short. Right. 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 So there's a question for us here. And if, again, if you're tuning in, you know, feel free to weigh in, but <coughs> excuse me, um, does support for your nation um, or is support for your nation synonymous with supporting maybe its politics or its values or things that it's involved in? Um, yeah. So what do you think? This is another one of those ones where I, I, I'm having major deja vu that we might've touched on something like this before, but I can't remember when and why, you know? I've, yeah. I've been, I've been thinking about that. Like, how does that work in space and time? Like I'm thinking when Germany had elected Hitler into his position and he was elected. So let's just be clear. He mm-hmm. didn't take over Germany. He was mm-hmm. elected into his position. Like, and he wanted to give an award. Maybe that's why we, maybe that's the angle we were coming at before. Really? I don't know. But when, when that happens, if I were a German and I was given an award, would I not accept it? Even though I like had worked for the country and loved the country and, and so on and so forth. I'm not really sure what the moral obligation is. Like what would be your conviction on your heart? Right. Cause if I love my country, like, like now, you know, like, I love my country and I want to see it succeed, um, but I don't. I don't agree with a lot of things about or like, the administration of the country. You're not going to stop paying your taxes because of who's in power and how they're saying they're going to spend your money, right? Right. Like you're still going to do those things and contribute. Right. Well, I mean, but that's that's your responsibility as a citizen. Receiving an award, I don't know mm. if that that counts. So, yeah, I'm just not sure what to think about it. I Like, part of me is really sad because, you know, as your typical white or at least half-white Christian, um, <clears throat> I have a profound love for the Jewish people, and I believe that they're God's chosen people. So to hear one say that she doesn't want to associate... With God's chosen people. ...herself with that um, makes me really sad. I, I would have to say that I... If I were her, I would probably feel like it would be my responsibility to reclaim, hmm. you know, like to, to say I accept this award on behalf of all the Jews who 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 are not these things that I feel the administration is is Just, doing. Yeah, that'd be an interesting play. Opportunity. Yeah. 
Yeah, is support for your country synonymous with supporting its policies? No, right. Like, why do you have to have, why is it all or nothing? Right. Just, like, what is all or nothing in life? <laughs> you know? Okay, somebody was, somebody's reminding us, Heidi is saying that we talked about this issue with Lord. But it wasn't the same oh. thing because Lord Lord's not Jewish; she's British, and what she was, was it with her? She refused to play in Israel. Oh yeah, right? Yeah, Isn't yeah, that yeah, what it yeah, was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she refused to play in Israel. Um, like that, I understand. Although I still don't understand it, but I, I understand it better than this. This is like. I don't know, like, I wonder if she's in, like, a huge state of cognitive dissonance right now. Hmm. Like, I wonder if that was a hard decision for her or if it was, like, a passive decision for her. Because, like, you know, she's she's important to the Jewish culture. She, like, I assume that this is somewhat of, an, of a knighting the way that it is for the British. You know yeah. how they, like, knight people? The OBE. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I wonder, like, how that plays out for somebody like Gal Gadot. Hmm. You know, who's also a Jew. Yeah. And she's BA and she's Wonder Woman. And like, how does that work? So I don't know. Like, I, it makes me sad that I guess that's what I would say. It makes me sad. I don't think that I, I don't think that I would be, I don't think I would make the same decision. I think it would be one of those things where I would claim that, that the, the people who are giving it, um, like don't have like aren't aren't standing on the right foot but i as like a true jew i know that would come across as like super narcissistic but like aren't you coming across as judgmental narcissistic already when you don't when you're not willing to accept it yeah who are you to deny this the greatest honor our country has to give right um heidi is saying different circumstances but the idea that it is supporting a country is the idea is supporting a country the same as supporting their politics is what we're talking about. So yeah, it's really similar. Um, yeah. I mean, is it the same thing as when people take a knee during the, um, the national, uh, anthem. national anthem? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the same. Like, like, if you fought in the war, and then the president wanted to give you a medal, and you're like, nope, I'm not going to accept a, a medal from the president. Like, I don't, know, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's even the same. Like, It's definitely a lesser thing. I guess the thing that just saddens me is the willingness to disassociate um, from a want for... The success of your people and i don't i don't think that that's what natalie portman like wants to throw out there but i don't know seems like just a missed opportunity yeah i'd have to go back and watch the video more or yeah the video i saw there's a video talking about it too i yeah. didn't see that yeah 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 i don't know i don't know how i feel about it either i don't think it has to be all or nothing though just with things like that like it's too con like it's so like there's so much there's so many different things like I don't know. Well, I guess feel free to weigh in on your guys' thoughts. Yeah, that was a real bummer. <laughs> Stop at the game. <laughs> Natalie Portman killed us. Well, hopefully there's more <laughs> uplifting topics next time. <laughs> we can't force the news. We just pick up what's there. Right. I mean, hopefully we'll talk about Infinity War. Yeah, Josh still needs to see Infinity War. Right. I loved it. I we're not, we're not going to talk about it. it. We chose not to talk about it because Josh hasn't got a chance to see it yet. It made like a billion dollars. It's like the highest grossing movie opening right. weekend ever now. Right, right, which, right. Which, you know, right. was predicted. But I'm hoping there's no spoilers on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of There's Shield. no way they would put. There was there was a Infinity War like throw out there last week. It was one of the the they're like kind of they've secured themselves inside this building called the lighthouse and they're like unable to leave it. But Quake escapes and she's like able to go out there and they've got their own problems with an alien invasion also. Mm. And then this other guy who's 
kind of like he's helping out. He's like <clears> out in the real world and he comes back and he's like, have you seen everything that's going on in New York and everything that's going on in the world? And Quake is like, I have my own problems to deal with. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> but it's like, do you think you'll see it? Excuse me. Do you think you'll see it sometime before in the next two weeks? I, I sincerely intend to make an effort. That is, that means a lot. <laughs> okay. I sincerely intend to make an effort. Um, yeah. Well, I've already made an effort. So two weeks I'm is a gonna... long time to hide away from spoilers. Man. I know. I'm going to keep making an effort. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. Even was... my wife wanted to see it. <clears throat> I was really surprised. Oh, yeah. There you go. That makes it easier then. Yeah. Um, yeah. You should see it so we can talk about it because it's a big one. And it's, it's great. Hopefully next great. week. Hopefully next week we can also, or in the next two weeks, we can also talk about Cobra Kai, which we're going to watch We're going to watch Cobra Kai right after this. Right. We're intending on watching Cobra Kai, and uh, that's pretty interesting because it flips the script on Daniel and... Uh, Daniel's son. Johnny. I think his name is Johnny. Yeah. Also, Westworld just came out. And, Westworld. Handmaid's know, Tale. There's surely some sort of God complexes in Westworld yep. that we can yep. talk about, yep. so... Yeah, TV's coming back, big shows are coming back, so, you know, whatever. We have some stuff to talk about, hopefully. So, I guess uh, we will we will see you in two weeks for episode 13. So, um, let's see, what's coming up for us? We have the next Cross-X on, I think it's Predestination? Yes, Cross-X on Predestination in on May 25th, I want to say. Let me look real quick. The f- that'd be the 27th. Yeah, you're right. It's the 27th, May 27th, Predestination. It's going to be at Prince of Peace, which is a church in Battleground, Washington. So that's like 45 minutes away for us. But for you, if you don't want to join us, it's still 7 p.m. live on Facebook. Yes. And, um, yeah, that's the last Sunday. The last Sunday, right? Last Last Sunday. Sunday. It's always the last Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that should be fun. That should be fun. Our last one, by the way, was our most successful cross-ex. We talked about heaven and hell, and we mm-hmm. had a lot of participation um, on all fronts, and we had really good, um, yeah, interaction between the, the three pastors, and they all had a lot of good things to say. So if you're interested in exploring those topics also, you can always go back to um, the cross-examination Facebook page. Right. Um, and check it out because the video is up there. Um, right. And it gets posted here too at Culture Insanity whenever we go up live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that said, I suppose we will see you guys on episode 13 in two weeks, 8 p.m. See you then. The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network.